Welcome to the 2019 Baldi's Awards. These are the, the, the deliberation videos. Let's see if I can say that. It's tough. Uh, we intend these things to be watched sort of after you watch the Baldi ceremony. So if you haven't seen that yet, maybe go check it out and then come back if you have questions or want to see the whole process. Uh, maybe wonder why we voted a certain way. This is where you'll get all that information. Also, we're going to spoil every single bit of everything on this list. So if you haven't seen it all, don't watch this. If you haven't seen every piece of television and film that came out this year, you probably shouldn't watch. That's not true because this is actually not intended to be a comprehensive list of everything that came out this year. It's actually just everything that we saw, either one of us saw, that came out somewhere between January 1st and December 31st, 2019. So if you're wondering, oh, why didn't X get included? It's probably because we didn't see it or it didn't come out this year. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I think without further ado... Let's check out the Baldies. Hey, we're back with uh, one of the final Baldy deliberations, uh, at least from our perspective, and uh, something I'm really excited about. We asked for you to send us in one of the surveys, the Baldy surveys went out, uh, what the best bald move moments were. And Cecily has compiled these for us, and we are going to go through them uh, and see what they were. No wrong answers, no right answers, crucially no right answers. <laughs> Uh, we're going to go through and debate whether they are, in fact, a moment and uh, kind of clean this list up and get it ready for round two voting um, because I I don't really have an opinion on this, you know. Uh, I don't think we're allowed to. I think I have an opinion, and mm -hmm. it'll probably come out in the deliberations, but, uh, you know, it's, it's not our it's not our place to vote. Uh, these are the best bald move moments, and you're you're more bald move on this thing than we are so let's let's start let's 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 get the list let's get to the cre uh, compiled list these are actually in order uh roughly by topic and how many people suggested these as moments the uh, first one suspicious this compiled by cecily mm -hmm. uh but hiring who cecily was that, who was that one extra vote that pushed it right over the top right of mark hamill of come mark on hamill. it's mark hamill mm -hmm, mm -hmm. fishy to mm -hmm. say the least uh got 31 people submitted this organically uh, citing greater amount of female perspective on the feeds, there being more Cecily this year, and the some people particularly enjoying our running joke that Cecily's job at Bald Move is on thin ice. Um, yeah, all right. Employee cruelty, uh, best Bald Move moment. Yeah, that's definitely a moment. a moment. Hiring Cecily is was was a certain. It's a huge step that we took uh, um, from a from a structural standpoint and. It seems to be paying off, and I'm glad people are enjoying that. So that's definitely a moment. Got no problem passing mm -hmm. it on to the next round. Um, the Groundhog Day Marathon, which was Star Wars this year, uh, not a moment, but there were moments here. Uh, Mark, Mark Hamill tweets. Let's talk about that. Uh, yeah, that's so a moment. Someone suggested the glorious Star Wars Marathon coupled with the hat tip from Mark Hamill made me feel like I was two degrees away from him myself. This is a great specific moment from the year, but I truly just enjoy listening to y'all dish about all the shows I love. Well, that's nice. If I were making this list, uh -huh. definitely the moment right after the Mark Hamill tweet would be on my list as well. Yeah. The where one you accidentally where... put the whole computer to sleep <laughs> when we were freaking out about how awesome it was that Mark Hamill tweeted us. Yeah, and I forget I was trying to alt-tab through something because the last year I was running this without a producer, uh -huh. and uh, I yeah, I, I made the stream crash for like five minutes as people were probably flocking <laughs> the, to... Like, yeah, the key moment the computer goes down and we're like what happened like oh i put it to sleep yeah and then groundhog day Amazing. i think as i think that probably qualifies as a moment too it's 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 24 hour moment but uh, as, so? as a person said 
By far, the Grand Dogs Day Marathon has a fundraiser for worthy causes. It's inspiring, and you guys have made a real difference. Uh, let's face it, you guys sleep-deprived are hysterical. So do we want to say I, – I, I think we should pass this through from the, as the Mark Hamill tweet. That's the moment. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a great – there's lots of individual moments. You had your sock uh, strategy that you played to perfection last year. Right. Uh, there was, there's lots of notable things that happen, but you know, it's not every day that you're in the middle of a Star Wars marathon for charity and Mark Hamill gives you the old Luke Stockwell Walker salute. Can we make it the, the best moment of that stream was Itchy getting down with his hollow porn? <laughs> That when did that happen? Did, we didn't watch the yeah. We watched the holiday special. It was interspersed. Oh it was my god! You're right. Between each movie, you're right. Oh, yeah. that was a good. That 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 might be. I don't know how we ever topped that stream. It was a really good marathon. Yeah, maybe maybe if The Rock comes by and actually shows up. Yeah, and beats and and Vin Diesel and him getting a a a, a fight. Over the future of the Fast and Furious uh, franchise, maybe that'll come up in, in 2020, 2021. But we'll see. That's a good moment. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites. Uh, I mean, I can't like I, I, I said it on the Groundhog Day podcast, but like that is something that I just am not equipped to process. Like mm-hmm. Mark Hamill has been a hero of mine since I was five fucking years old, younger even. Yeah um my that's the cool like my son still talks about this from time to time like remember when um it's just a a crazy crazy moment yeah probably my number one uh game of thrones final season oh boy well that's not a moment 23 people weighing in let's let's look at the individual moments that were compiled um aaron saying hbo should sue the the D in the final game of thrones instant take (laughs) he's right yeah i I claimed it showrunner malpractice uh and i think that was proven to be correct. Like the Game of Thrones, the old Game of Thrones brand ain't what it used to be. No. Uh, like it, it certainly wasn't what it, what it was used to like a year ago. And then like if you look at it for from the last two or three years, and this final season could have been the thing that made everyone think, well, there's some 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 rough road that we we traveled on in season six and season seven, but it was worth it. Mm-hmm. But the vast majority of people agreed it's not and it's pretty much the, the fan base feels like it's a little bit in free fall so uh me saying showrunner malpractice that might be a moment uh coverage of game of thrones finale is accurate correctly stayed how fucking awful it was this is, this is not a moment uh oh declaring fa- hashtag fan bankruptcy over the course of the train wreck that was the last fan, oh fan bankruptcy is in here twice how many moments can we get in here all right, well, fan bankruptcy. I'm, I'm thinking fan bankruptcy. Fan bankruptcy is definitely a moment. That can be a moment. We got shirts okay. with fan bankruptcy on. Uh, I'm gonna say that f- to complete coverage, that can't be a moment. Yeah. Uh, ending Game of Thrones together with frustration. Um, this is the same. Probably not a moment. I feel like. the, the unofficial guide to Game of Thrones of Kim Renfro. A moment. Is it a bald move moment? Like that's more of a Kim Renfro moment. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm with you. All right. I don't know if that's a bald move moment. Fan bankruptcy's out. I don't remember me having a meltdown over the bells, but I'm sure I did. <laughs> I want, what was the gym based meltdown on the bells? I, I don't even know which episode they're the bells all they're like two hour forty five minute podcasts. It's really hard to review all of these moments. Um but yeah, I, I could buy I, you having a meltdown. I mean, I've had meltdowns in my past, certainly. Uh, do you want to leave that as a and see if anybody I'll look up the bells while we're okay. kind of describing this other stuff. Uh, listening of the downfall of Game of Thrones, sad, but you guys made it enjoyable just like the downfall of The Walking Dead a couple years ago. 
Still not still, a moment. Still not a moment. Love the guys Game of Thrones season eight podcast. They kept it real, voiced all the upset me at the final season. You can only laugh about it in the end. Not a moment. Still not a moment. Savage takedown of double D's and all things Game of Thrones. Kind of did that all season. Yeah, and I, I think the... It might have been like a wrap-up kind of thing. The showrunner malpractice. I'm going to... That actually, covers it, yeah. Uh, Aaron saying HBO should sh- sue the double D's for showrunner malpractice. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to convert that into a moment. <laughs> Great. This is super helpful on the bells. The storyline description on imdb is forces have arrived at king's landing for the final battle <laughs> well yeah and then and then uh you know uh, uh, danny she has won the game she's won the day she's completely victorious the bells in fact ring and then uh, she takes that moment where all has gone according to plan to snap and it, go full dark queen also jamie and cersei's like not quite believable love connection moment at the end Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of shit. I don't remember the specific meltdown. Yeah, or Jamie and or Jamie and uh, Cersei die in a construction accident. Uh-huh. <laughs> essentially, uh, all right. So we we got that we got that into um, three three moments. Yeah, and are we- I guess I I don't even know that Jim having the meltdown is it, it's not a moment that I remember, but I guess it could be on there if people remember it. Yeah, let's do it like I'm, that. I'm not the best judge of what is and isn't a moment and then we're gonna go to the groundhog day or the mark hamill tweet that's it we're, we're gonna we're gonna make that the moment okay i agree I with so. that uh and then i'm fine with the unless you want to remove the bells episode um i'm fine fan ba- hashtag fan fan bankruptcy was a was a, a moment we had t-shirts we still have t-shirts you can, mm-hmm. you can uh, right we still have t-shirts you can buy in a merch store it might i honestly that's a phrase i think i'm going to use in the future too yep. like anytime you're you're trying to like you're trying to describe your own complex expectations for a show that's not going your way and you just want to try to enjoy it you just declare fan bankruptcy you know mm-hmm. uh uh christmas for 2019 this was a really good christmas i think it uh, think so uh a, 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 a perhaps underrated christmas i don't know because like we didn't get a lot of feedback on it because you know we're out of the office and whatnot mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Ruth Bader Twinsburg. That's definitely a moment. This is like, I think this is the best gym moment of the year. Like, I don't know where you pulled that from, but you so accurately described these characters out of yeah. the, uh, the, the Larry, the cable guy sequel to the Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. jingle all the way. Ugh. What a f- awful movie. But... What a fucking movie. And the Ruth Bader Twinsburg, I think, is by far the best moment of that. I don't know. We'll see what the other ones. A Christmas Story yeah. podcast is an entire. I the feel whole like a podcast a moment. I kind of get I kind of get what they're vibing for, because like that podcast felt like Christmas joy to me. We love that show. It was nice because I had seen the movies to show like a half, like a dozen more or more times, and you had turned out kind of surprised me and hadn't seen it. So surprised there was like, me too. Yeah, there's like a cool kind of like that kind of energy. I, I might, I think that's the like an individual podcast is like kind of the bare minimum for a moment to me. The the maximum like it's, as, it's as not as good as Ruth Bader Twinsburg because that's a moment in a podcast. Right, but, but yeah, the crazy oh. Coming in on Christmas Eve and listening to... I could see that being a moment for people. Okay. 
let's see. I even Ooh, took looks- the time to watch Jingle All the Way too. It's time I will never get back. I love the Christmas movie coverage. We already have a the Jingle yeah, All the Way too. Right. I think Ruth Bader Twinsburg is going to be the stand-in for Jingle All the Way too. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to take. I'm going to. I'm going to start doing some uh, Frankenstein shit here. Yeah. Maybe put a little slash in there. Uh, Jingle All the Way two. All right. The Mary McAllister McLean was too Christmas Harder was really fun this year. The movies got progressively sillier as Jim and Aaron got progressively <laughs> tipsier, culminating in Aaron damn near finished me off with giving me heart palpitations with his five recounting <laughs> with yeah. his recounting of the grenade scene from Die Harder. All right, that's a moment. That's- it's a moment. And if you haven't seen the video, I put I put stuff with that, which is really good. The videos are the only like honestly, I um not enough people. I, I know how many people have seen the the videos. They're not enough. These videos are yeah. like cla- like so good. And you and Cecily and I flatter myself well. to think I did a really good job of editing these. Mm-hmm. It was all team effort. It really came together. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> Aaron's Aaron's breakdown of the grenade scene from Die Hard. Die Harder, right? Die Hard, two. Die yeah. Harder. There, that's a moment. Yeah. We momified that for sure. Uncle Frank discussion is uh, from the Home Alone Two podcast. This the we we put we put Uncle Frank on trial. It sure uh, did to hilarious effect. Like it's it's up there. We put with that our, whole family on trial, it, but Uncle Frank got it bad. It's up there with uh, Grandpa Joe uh-huh. from Willy Wonka's uh, Chocolate Factory, Home Alone Two podcast. Okay. The Jingle All the Way 2 podcast. Again, we That's already have Ruth a moment. Twinsburg. Yeah, I think we're good. Love you guys every day with Christmas. I'm so glad to hear that because we worked our asses off to get this Christmas stuff done. Like A lot of people don't maybe not know this, but we recorded a lot of that stuff back in September because mm-hmm. uh, we knew what a shit show the fourth quarter is going to be. So, And we were still editing right up to the end. We were. Like, like, were I editing. literally finished that the day. The uh, I literally finished. What was the one I did? It was the last one. Uh, I did Toy Story. Yeah, I did. Christmas I did Story. Not yeah. Toy Story. Christmas Story. I was editing that on Christmas Eve Eve. Mm-hmm. So, um, and we already got the Christmas Story live watch. Pure Christmas again. The, check out the videos, man. They are they are so good. Oh, well, that's the live watch. Is the live watch different than the podcast? Oh, maybe because mm. that I remember that being fun and like you know we got really drunk. That's what we do. Yeah, we talked about our fondness for the film and our fondness for the Christmas rituals and traditions. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. it's a good, good, good uh, video to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then lunch. Everyone loves lunch. Uh, we had sixteen different people uh, submit moments from lunch. Uh, <laughs> what? The- oh, I forgot about this. Where we accidentally <laughs> left the audio playing. <laughs> through yeah. an entire lunch so 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 if you're not a club member we do this thing on fridays it's called lunch with jim and a run and now cecily's involved and we get in front of and this year it's all been in front of green screen uh which has lended itself to some hilarity um and we i forget why we wanted a, a watery background Is i think it, i think you came back from like a trip to beaver island we didn't go to beaver island last year like why would we oh really it was something, something about something with a watery theme. So Cecily and I, we had a couple of minutes before Jim got here, and we decided we we I had some vacation footage from us sailing or in Beaver Island, and we threw it up in the the green screen background, so it looked like we were at sea. Yeah. The thing is, we didn't know that like that 
had a uh, audio component <laughs> <laughs> and this was like a 30 second loop and at some point so we were like there were some big swells and i was challenging the waves to come at me bro so uh -huh. every 30 seconds at lunch i would be drunkenly going come at me bro to the waves <laughs> And, you know, yeah. we, we were like halfway through before we figured it out. Oh, we were completely oblivious. It was great. It's good. It was good. This is the 5 3 19, the, the May 3rd, 19, 2019 lunch. Oh, my God. This next one, the uh, Harry Potter Diary it's, it's of It's still Spidetti a lunch. background for one of our workstations. It is, yeah. Uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Bowels. <laughs> right. You, we mentioned, uh, so, so this was, uh, us talking about bidet talk. Mm-hmm. And how surprisingly strong the stream of a, some of these entry-level bidets are. Yep. And it was essentially, you know, you've seen Harry Potter, I'm sure, uh, except for Jim. Uh, you know, Voldemort and Harry, like clockwork, in, in almost every movie in the last three or four, they shoot spells at each other, they meet in the middle, and then one force pushes to get, that's, it's diarrhea, it's bidet. Mm -hmm. uh, who was it the one that submitted the actual image, though? I can't remember. Some hero in the Bald Move forums, please take credit for it on the Bald Move forums, mm -hmm. uh, uh, came up with a real quick MS Paint style, Harry Potter and the Deathly Bowels. It's it's hilarious. Um, our rant about, you and I's rant about Chipotle's online ordering and what a fucking fiasco yeah, it's turned into. I think into. maybe that week you had gotten the wrong order and I had had to wait like 45 minutes for an order. I've had to do both. Like I, it's, yeah. Chipotle's, uh, you've, you have abandoned Chipotle. Shh. Yeah. I'm still trying to get that Burritos Forever card. I don't know why you'd want it, because you'd have to wait 45 minutes to pick it up every day. I mean, at some point, it costs you it more. It doesn't come with free delivery? Come on. <laughs> uh, that was pretty fun. That was a pretty fun moment. Um, yeah. The last lunch before the holidays. I don't remember it. Um, yeah, I remember it being pretty sappy we got pretty sappy and like loving each other that was pretty gross maybe that's the moment they're talking about uh but yeah the the whole thing about the holiday lunches is we 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 drink we don't drink as much as we used to but we we pull out the bottles of the good stuff on the holidays so mm -hmm. i'll allow that as a moment um here's a good moment because it's an actual moment the lunch discussion after jim got his tesla on 7-19-2009, starting at the minute 2110. That's what we like to see. Aaron made the comment regarding an adaptive horn, where the horn would be adaptive based on the situation. It would go, <clears throat> when someone was not going at a green light, or would go, Jesus Christ, what are you doing when someone jumps out in front of you? I like it. That sounds pretty good. I like that. It's a moment. Nick could stay. That's a moment. The lunch would Cecily put the whole gang in Mighty Morphin Power Ranger chairs and slipped in videos yeah. of MMPR monster fights. That's from... Uh, that's a that's a good one. That's mm -hmm. that's a good moment. I like that. Some green screen ridiculousness. Oh, submitted by C Drive apparently. Some of my favorite stuff. Yeah. Hopefully this we can green do green screen ridiculousness. We can do more of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um well since it's hard to nail down one, I will say that being a new club member two thousand nineteen lunches are my favorite. I'm not a huge Star Trek fan. I don't play video games, but for some reason I enjoy listening to the three of you discuss that and everything else. Here's your twenty Okay, so that's very lovely sentiment. Yes, but not a moment. It's not a moment. But lunches are by far the most popular of the club content, it seems. Uh, the baldies, uh, baldies, uh, baldiest of movements for me was selfishly the lunch where my comment on the forums about growing up sans electricity got read. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, it is technically a moment, but like... And it's, I have no doubt that it's it's your favorite one, but right. I, I, don't, I don't know that this can make it through the next round. <laughs> Probably not a lot of support for this one. But it's I'm very sweet. Guess. 
And I'm so glad that you guys enjoy that. Um, yeah. Because otherwise, we'd be in real trouble here at the club. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Watchmen. Watchmen moments. We had 11 different people submit moments for Watchmen. Okay. Aaron describing the Cyclops hand gesture as a booger flipping sign on Watchmen. Yeah, that was the... Didn't they they'd make the... You know, like... Oh no! It's it's they they did they put on their forehead. They put yeah. on their forehead. Yeah, the booger flicking on the forehead. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, right. The, I do remember that now. That's a good. That's a good moment. I like that one. Uh, discussion around the timelines when discussion about John on Watchmen and you guys both getting exasperated. Yeah, that happened. That yeah, that was the one where he that they, they explained the backstory between him and Angela, right? Yeah, I think it was that. Uh, a, a God walks into a bar. A or God walks like that. into a bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a pretty good moment. Uh, another moment related Watchmen episode eight full podcast. One of my favorite episodes of television of all time. All right, let's just go around with that. Let's just say that yeah. that's the moment. The God walks into a bar full pod. Uh, the eighth episode yeah. of Watchmen. Okay. It's another vote for that. Uh-huh. Uh, talking about Dr. Manhattan's do- giant schlong, the doc dildo. <laughs> there were some funny moments. I don't remember specifics, but I remember having a lot of fun talking about that dildo. So, and then the lube man. Yeah. Being lube involved. Yeah. Uh, we do episode six, this extraordinary being. That was one of the most engaging pods I can remember from Jim oh, and Aaron. That was the the flashback memory. Yeah, episode. yeah. Angela's let's, in her grandfather's memories. Let's leave. Yeah, I, I, if a single podcast qualifies as a moment, let's leave that one on then, shall we? Yeah. His dark materials. Oh, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing about these. Yeah, I've I haven't even listened to all these. I've listened to a lot of them. I think having uh, Alexis and Cecily cover his dark materials was the best moment. I love their takes, and I think this is a great addition to the Baldwin family. That's nine people voted for this particular topic. Um, so cool. I don't know if the entire season qualifies. As a moment? As a moment? Nah. Maybe... The addition of Cecily and Alexis as regular independent, like their own type yeah, of Cecily standalone. Yeah, Cecily and Alexis doing a standalone podcast, I think could be a moment. Yeah, I'll allow that. I'll allow that. Um, and so we're going to go with that. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. My favorite moment was them discussing the rough riding bear. This this bear that, that had bear. this this little girl's barebacking bareback riding this polar bear and he growls to her like hold on tight I might get rough. There's, right. there's some pretty funny pretty funny uh, commentary to podcasts around that. Uh, so yeah, somewhat complicated by my nickname around the house. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just move on. Bald yeah. movies. Eight people submitted uh, topics around bald movies. Uh, Aaron and Jim once again being done with Star Wars. Okay. All right. So this it's is uh, what 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 was that? What was that fucking Star Wars even called? The last bullshit. The the, the last the dead of the, the death of... of Skywalker. Yeah. Uh, the rise of Skywalker. Star Wars. Let me write this like mm, a normal all person. Caps. Star Wars nine. Uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Do we just call it a podcast? And then, yeah, eh, we can. We because the that, next one seems 
to be Aaron scream about the ground defense it. systems and Hoth and so that I I like that moment. That felt like a moment as I was doing it. Anytime I start screaming on, anytime I have to pull away from the mic so I can scream, it's usually a good moment. Yeah. Uh, what was that in about? Uh, that was about. Oh, the star destroyers can't raise their shields in a gravity well. But yet, the entire plot of the first act of Empire Strikes Back revolved around the the rebels successfully deploying a shield on Hoth, mm-hmm. the droid Dakaz famously mm-hmm. shielded. Yeah, boy, god damn these movies. <laughs> uh, what do we, do we want to make that a moment, or do we want to like? Uh, I feel like Rise of Skywalker Pod might be the moment. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. Let's get rid of that then. Whoa, discussion. Whoa, discussion about the HBO leaving Neverland documentary on Bald Move TV feed. Um, I mean, I guess it's a moment. Yeah, I mean that was a, that was like a, not and a the funny moment. Next but, one is also that too. So, uh, leaving uh, HBO leaving Neverland TV feed. Yeah, let's leave with let's go with that. Uh, oh, I was so happy when Aaron and Cecily celebrated singing in the rain day with a podcast. Hmm. Definitely my favorite moment. I'm going to be the only one who votes for this, but that's okay. Hey, <laughs> who knows? We'll see what's round two. Uh, singing in the rain. Aaron and celebrate. Aaron and celebrate. Aaron and Cecily celebrating singing in the rain day. Okay. Shitting on Star Wars. Got that coverage? <laughs> yeah. Got that coverage? God damn it. Joker. Your Joker coverage. I was reading ahead. Huh. That movie is so poignant and important to me, and listening to your coverage made it more so. My husband was hoping for a little bit more action, so he was very displeased. He said, I don't get the Oscar hype, whereas I said, if Joaquin Phoenix and the movie don't win, I'll be shocked. Um, let's go with the Joker podcast. Yeah. It's amazing to me that this is a favorite moment for people, because I still don't know how I feel about the Joker mm-hmm. as a movie. Um. It's it's crazy to me. Well, you know, it's also it's like one of those things where like it probably will depend on how things go in the coming years, whether this thing looks more and more prescient or like, you know, a little pant a little pant shitting. I yeah. don't know. We'll see. Uh American Horror Story. Uh seven different people submitted moments from here. Nothing will ever top Guy Ferrari take uh, taking over the Walking Dead, but I am going to say that the super fun coverage of American Horror Story nineteen eighty four all right comes close maybe uh so we already have it as a topic so i'm just gonna go with fun coverage of ahs maybe we can clean that up a little bit more how about this uh podcast for um actually most a lot of people don't even know what ahs is so i'll go with that (laughs) All right, basically your entire coverage of uh, American Horror Story is fantastic. Got me into a show I probably wouldn't go for. So many running jokes on the podcast side. Yeah, this was my... It, it seems like a lot of people's least favorite season, but this was my absolute favorite season of American Horror Story. Oh. I am all about the 1980s nostalgia. Um, I watched a lot of goofy 1980s horror films that was in this thing's DNA, yeah. like the, 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 the curriculum for this season. And we just had... There's so many running jokes... You know, it's so much fun to see these same actors come back with different characters and remixes on different takes of things. It was it was a lot of fun. Um, so I don't see that that's an individual moment. Cecily Aaron's coverage of American Horror Story is still one of the funniest things I listened to by Bald Move, and I don't even watch the show. We're, we're, we're tapped into that Walking Dead Crazy. energy. 
No one specific moment, but listen to Aaron and Cecily debate slash try to rationalize Ryan Murphy's ghost rules on mm. the American Horror Story podcast. It's always a highlight of my week during the season. Uh, good. Ghost rules, is that a... That separate? Yeah, because there was a lot of... Sometimes the Murphy plays a lot. I don't know if he actually did this season, though. He's got his rules. He stuck to them. There might have been some exceptions this year. I don't know. Yeah, this category is tough because podcast for American Horror Story 1984. All right. I'm going to go to the Aaron and Cecily debating the ghost rules. It's like we talked about it. You know, is Better Call Saul a moment? Yeah, it wouldn't be. You have to have like an individual podcast, like an episode right. that stuck out in people's mind that qualifies like the as a moment. The bells might work. So for Game of Thrones. I'm gonna I'm gonna collapse this into one mega moment. Okay. For our debating of the ghost the ghost rules. All right. Oh shit, did I just get rid of Chernobyl? I did. I think I did. Uh, uh, uh yeah, I accidentally did that. Okay, Chernobyl made uh Oops. to six people's highlight list. Uh, episode 187 for the finale of Chernobyl. Honestly, the entire episode was so moving for me. I love the part where Aaron is saying how much this, uh, how this is the reason he loves doing bald moves so much. All right. Uh, finale of Chernobyl. Let's go with that. Oh, clearly a bald move TV listener. Did we do that on bald move TV exclusively? What's that? Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, we did. Uh, episode five, Jared Harris explanation of what happened with the explosion of the plant. Um, okay. It's a Chernobyl moment. It's a Harris moment. Is it a bald move moment? Uh, no. Uh, let's go. <laughs> How are we going to do this? Because the moment seems to be the Chernobyl podcast, which well, is they, not a moment. They missed the finale of Chernobyl, and that's like also episode five here. So I'm going to say okay. uh, this: our, our, our coverage of the finale, um, Jim and Aaron's coverage of the finale of Chernobyl miniseries. Let's go with that. How about you? What do you think? Hmm. Yeah. Sounds good. So glad that everyone is happy with that though. Cause that was one of my favorite podcasts. Yeah. That's great. Uh, Empire business. I uh, got six, uh, not a moment. Six posts. Uh, the uh, continuing to be transparent. Honestly, the most recent empire business podcast in this age of, okay. So this was the in a pickle. Ah, or quite the pickle, quite the pickle, quite the pickle. Uh, yeah, I think is what it was called. Right. Maybe honestly, the most recent uh, Empire Business podcast in this age of social media, where people try tend to only show their highlight reel, it starts to make you think they're the only one. You're the only one whose life isn't quite going according to plan. It's a really beautiful moment of honest and vulnerability to share with your fans that helped illustrate that even though you guys are ostensibly living out your podcast dreams, there's still tough challenges. Uh, but you're persevering regardless. I couldn't believe some of that was going on during the Watchmen podcast because I thought y'all did a phenomenal job and I enjoyed the coverage tremendously. Well, thank, thank you. you. That's Sometimes it doesn't feel like I'm doing as good a job as I want to when those things are happening. Yeah. Good to know people are still enjoying it. It's like those things about, uh, who was it, the concert pianist? It's like, if I skip a day of practice, I, know, I can tell. If I skip a week's practice, the conductor can tell. And if I skip a month, the, <laughs> the, audience, the audience can tell. Can tell. So maybe yeah. we just got to never make it past the conductor phase. Yeah. Who's the conductor? Is Cecily? I think so. Cecily ever just like at, at, at stops recording just goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a podcast. Then then we're in trouble. Uh, Empire business. No specific moment. Oh, uh, cut. 
Cut, cut it. Cut. But there are a series of eye-opening moments in every episode released in 2019. The openness and transparency really goes away towards building a sense of community among the guys and listeners. Uh, maybe we can go Empire Business. Nah, eh. I don't know. I was going to say openness, transparency, because a lot of people say they love that. They like that about us. I know. Yeah, Bob... it's just not a moment. I wish it were, but I think quite the pickle might be the moment here. Mm-hmm. And it can sort of we can let that be a stand-in for anybody who wants to vote for Empire Business in general. Yeah. Uh, do you want to do? Should we have an explanation though? Because some um, of this commentary is pretty good. Yeah, maybe just uh, instead of saying the most recent Empire Business podcast, more of like a what if we said it's it's the one about the pickle me this yeah uh, fiasco. Let's see. Maybe we can say uh, the openness and transparency. Honesty and yeah, this is not a moment. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that highlight the quite the pickle highlighting the uh, transparency, honesty, and vulnerability of the series because that's I, I intend uh, I just want to pitch the Empire business and that's what exact and I know you were I, I pitched it but you were very on board with it because that's you love the same things I do. Very few times yeah. in my life I can think of someone taking a project and doing a post-mortem on it. And the idea that we would do that as a continuing series as we build Bald Move. Yeah. It's been, you know, it's it's one of people's favorite things and for good reason. So it's been hard sometimes. Yeah. To, um, just to be transparent where I think it might bite us a little bit. Sure. That's difficult. Yeah. So I appreciate people uh, highlighting that. Rick and Morty coverage. Six people. Uh, this is a good moment. Six people submitted these various moments. Alan Seppenwall and Pickle Me This. Real to the extent that this is a career career highlight for me. You know, if you know anything about Bald mm-hmm. Move, like the twin, my twin critical pillars that I kind of built my uh, quasi critical career on is Roger Ebert and Alan Seppenwall. Um, and being able to talk with Alan Seppenwall and do a podcast with him was just a huge, like it, it'd be for me, like if we got Jay and Jack on just to shoot the shit mm-hmm. uh, about one of the shows we're watching, it was, it was a great moment. And, uh, you know, as the, per the previous empire business, a lot of things didn't go right, but the few of those interviews was, was, was real choice. Oh and yeah. And Alan was one of the best ones. Uh, everything you guys do makes me smile, laugh, or moves me. But I recently had to get off the treadmill from laughing so hard during your advertisement of Manscaped during the Pickle Me This podcast. And I'll quote Aaron, did you know your balls need to be toned, Jim? Jim, oh, they're pretty, t- they're plenty toned. Don't you worry about it. Aaron, mine too. Toned as fuck right now. They got a six pack. All right. I thought they were going to go for the fake. I, I, at one point I did a fake man, uh, Manscaped podcast. Oh, it was for one of the... It was for one of the Christmas movies uh, where I did like, uh, you know, Manscape, it'll blow your balls off or something. I, I sometimes I've done a couple of impromptu podcast advertisements. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I thought they were going with that. But yeah. Alan, so you want to do that or the Manscape advertising? I mean, there's no reason we can't do both, except this list is getting very long, but yeah, maybe it needs to be. I don't know how many things we got. We'll have to we'll have to count them up at the end. Okay, so yeah. advertisement for Manscaped during Pickle Me This podcast. Uh, let's just leave that because you either know or you don't. And that's a, it's a moment. If it's a moment, people will know. Oh fuck, the Manscaped. Oh, of course, yeah. the Manscaped. They should know. It's like the super, it's, it's like an NFL. You, you the catch. You know, mm-hmm. everyone knows what the fuck you're, you're you're saying. I guess there's a couple catches at this point, but we're gonna narrow it to a, a two or three anyway. 
Uh, Jim's wedding. Five people submitted this marriage. Uh, Jim getting married and discussing on lunch. Literally a life changing event for him personally and for bald move. This is this is the best moment of 2019, right? This wins. I mean, you, you, you <laughs> sure. I, I was jazzed. Do I get a vote? Yeah, I I know. Actually, you literally said you don't at the beginning of this deliberation. God so damn it. Calling some bullshit on that now, but I I'll uh, if if I had a vote, I'd throw it in on that too. It's a good good moment. It's a good moment. I don't know if it's better than. Luke Skywalker giving me an attaboy, but I, I understand for you the calculus might be different. Right. Hmm. Is this a bald move moment? I don't Swizz know bold? that this can be counted as a bald move moment. The Swiss bold expansion? I think your two initial podcasts are interesting. Well done. This is a great move for a talented group of people. Really enjoyed Aaron's adventure in a non-entertainment podcasting. Three right turns has been an utter joy to listen to. Head swelling. It would be a great cross promotional opportunity if we put this in there, but I don't think we can. Mm. Five people said though. Can five bald movers be wrong? Yeah. Can five bald movers oh, be yeah. Swiss boulders? Uh, there, there are more than five <laughs> Swiss boulders, and uh, probably all of them are bald movers. Yeah, I mean, we're trying to keep it. We're trying to keep these pretty separate. You know? Yeah. So I think we got to cut this whole chunk. Yeah. All right. I agree. Which is unfortunate because, yes, I also think you two are doing excellent work over there. And I think it's a great moment for us. I just don't think it's a bald move moment. Twitch. Uh, five different people praising our Twitch work. Because we did have, we yeah, had a pretty a we had a pretty good summer, spring, summer run of Nintendo stuff. Uh, unfortunately, it just didn't take off. Like, I would have bet a lot of money that with a hundred thousand people hearing about us getting up to Twitch shenanigans that people would have tuned in on a weekly basis. But I just I don't think we understand Twitch culture. Um, and our audience is not uh they're keen not, on they're Twitch. not prime like the demographics are solidly like in the you know mostly honestly Gen Xers. It looks a lot like us and you know you and I have never gotten into Twitch. I got into it a little bit with Dr. Disrespect and some things. I understand why it's fun, but I understand mm-hmm. why a lot of a lot of people my age just don't truck with it. So uh, having said that, Cecily's drunk feminist rants at the end of the Twitch video game streams. Hmm. Uh, how many times did that happen? I don't know. A lot, probably. Uh, Wednesday night Twitch streams. Were you just streams. mad that Princess Peach wasn't getting more screen time? Like, what was the deal? I can't even remember what they were about. It's probably more. Because we, we ended we ended each night with just kind of like a 15-minute ramble session in front of green ah, screens. Okay. Where we just, we just you know bonded with chat. Wednesday night Twitch streams, hashtag Taco Bell culture. I don't understand Twitch culture, mm. but I intimately understand Taco Bell culture. Oh, yeah. So, so that's uh, that's something. Uh, coming, a welcoming of uh, Cecily Wednesday night Mario streams. Um, how are we going to... I mean, just, let's just Mario do, stream. Let's yeah, do Twitch Wednesday night Mario Twitch streams. streams, Taco Bell culture, hashtag culture, Taco Bell culture. That okay. Sounds like the the most moment momentable of them i think those is as mario specific streams uh they were Should all we mario streams in? no yeah. well actually some of them were uh the, the okay these are some of my favorite moments because the moment that I accidentally stole f- like three power power ups accidentally from Cecily I just kept on mm-hmm. like trying to survive and I kept on stealing her power up that was super funny and the time that I came up with the concept of coveralls <laughs> Um, the, uh, the, what was that? House of the Dead, uh, mm-hmm. retro version. I can't remember. Maximum Overkill Edition. 
Those are my favorite moments. There's a lot of stuff. There's like Judge Todd. Judge Todd, lots of Judge Todd stuff. Guy, but, yeah. but but that Coverall thing, man, where I just actually mispronounced coveralls as Coveralls. <laughs> and then instantly starts hypothetical. What would Coover? Why would why does he have a coveralls that to hold so many hammers? Coover? Goddamn. All right. Mr. Robot finale. Four people like their coverage in that. The Mr. Robot finale was incredible. It really wrapped up the show very well for me. I didn't need to know exactly what White Rose's machine did because the whole Mr. Robot story is about Elliot covering all his emotional states and why he was the way he was. Don't think we'll ever get another story told in such a way. Uh, okay. Can we call the Mr. Robot finale a moment? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Oh, Aaron's impersonations. <laughs> Three people. Aaron's impersonation. Ashford speech style. That was really funny, but I believe that's 2018 as the person yeah, trying to sneak in at 2018 into 2019. Uh, bald news coverage of Stranger Things 3, especially Aaron's impersonation of the Mind Flayer asking, excuse me, have you seen four kids running <laughs> oh. by? Was that the voice? I couldn't remember. It, but... I, I, it's probably something like that, and I, yeah. I kind of remember it, but I kind of don't. Um, it's like halfway between Cookie Monster and... Yeah, like he's just terrassing through the town trying to find these kids. Yeah. It's a dark Cookie Monster. That's good. Um, every time Aaron starts flubbing his words, it sounds like Elmer. Look, we need a moment. Yeah. This is every fucking podcast, all right? <laughs> it's happened like three times in this thing. What do you want to do? I mean, what? I guess you got to go with the Mind Flayer thing if you want. Wait, you took one of these off? Did I? Yeah, because oh, yeah, right, you, can't, you, can't, you okay. can't spin the drum in 20, 2019. Yeah. That happened 2018. But, yeah. Although I do say spin the whatever all the time mm-hmm. all the time spin the drum uh i did okay, like doing ashford i guess, guess mind flare i wish i could have done some more ashford if we did you know done mm-hmm. weekly coverage of expanse not not likely now um yeah i guess we go with that yeah all course. right Bald Move TV covered the deuce. Three people submitted this. Overall coverage of the deuce. Criminally overlooked show by many. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, yeah, that's damn straight because there's not a lot. Even, I know Seppenwall was one of the few ones that was covering it to the end. Not a lot. Not nearly enough um, contemporary love for the deuce. Yeah, let me throw it out there. Uh, David Simon's got another thing coming out. Oh, my Real God. Real fucking soon. What's the name of that? Uh, Operation Nazis in the 1940s. Uh, no. It's uh, what? The plot against the America. Plot against America. Yeah. So if you're, if you've never checked out a David Simon thing, I think this is going to be short. I think it's going to be a miniseries, like Show Me a Hero or whatever. Yeah, and I think it's going to be. It it seems like it's going to be kind of some sort of um, historical fiction. Yeah. Like what Could if be. Limbaugh won an election or not Limbaugh? Uh, yeah, Charles Limbaugh. Uh, Lindbergh. Lindbergh. Not, Lind- yeah. Yeah. And what if great, Damon Lindelof? And his great grandson won a Congressional Medal of Freedom. Uh, uh, yeah, Lindbergh, who won an election against Roosevelt and maybe sat out World War II, what that would look like. Yeah, I don't think we're going to have time to cover that officially, but I'll be watching it. I will definitely watch it. Um, so I don't know, our overall coverage of the Deuce, we said that's not a moment. No, but maybe the finale, because the finale got mentioned hmm. in the next, in B. Yeah, your coverage of the season finale of the Deuce. Okay, we'll go with that. We'll 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 uh, slate it right there. Uh all right, the Pin hmm. Y collaborations. That's we so Pin Y is uh, your wife Alexis's uh, crafting the pin company. 
uh-huh. enamel pin company. We did a lot of different collaborations with them this year. The Stranger Things pin, Groundhog Day pin. Yep. We did Christmas, uh, uh, Christmas ornaments, ornaments with her, though yeah. it wasn't pins. Yeah, hopefully. And we just got done with a very successful collaboration over the Australian stuff, uh, the Australian Wildfire Reliefs uh, Groundhog Day Marathon shirts. She did really t- two really cool designs. We sold a decent number of those. So yeah, that's that's a cool thing. Um, what would we? I'm afraid that like if you, unless you were like Stranger Things, because like it wasn't like they we did this like on a weekly basis, and I don't think it was common knowledge that like who was behind Finn. How would we put this as a moment? Uh, man. I have no. I have no good suggestion. I was right. I was thinking maybe like the Christmas ornaments, but that's a weird one. Yeah, because that wasn't officially Pinwai. Uh, Cinematic Spooktacular uh, had one person really loved our entire conversation about Sleepaway Camp. Let's go Cinema mm-hmm. Spooktacular, search for spook. Let's clean this up a bit and go with uh, Sleepaway Camp podcast. Uh, all right. Uh, then finally, we have with one vote, someone sent in our um, our our coverage of Harlots, the Hulu's Harlots, uh, Cecily's GDP line during. We talked about the economics of um, 18th century whoring, and Cecily came up with uh, the gross domestic pussy uh, metric. This is what I like to see. This is a moment. Yeah. This yeah. is a definitive moment. Yeah. Harlots easily se- categorized. Harlots season. Season three, uh, Cecily's uh, line about Cecily's what line about GDP, gross domestic pussy during uh, during a discussion about uh, Harlot economics on Harlots. Economics. All right. So how many moments we got now? We got uh, one, 20. two, oh, three, no. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38. That's a lot. Kept it to a top... The tight top forty minus two. It's, it's, it's possible we might have to do some some additional cleaning. I don't know. Yeah, but if not, there's there's thirty eight moments there. I don't know. It might be might be fun and nostalgic just to scroll through and look it up for people. We'll see. 